Hello, my sweet friend, it's Christina, and welcome to a new episode of the Art K Coach Podcast. Hello, my sweet friends, welcome to the Art Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. Well, hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of the Art Cake Coach Podcast. Christina here. I'm so happy to have you all here today. So this month, as uh, you've been noticing, <laughs> as I've been talking, we've been talking all about social media. Different from the series that we did last year, we talk a little bit more about following and engagement in the last couple of weeks in a two-part episode. But it's funny because in these few weeks, I've been... Uh, I always work on my social media accounts and in my groups on Facebook and online. And I've been doing a lot of research and questions and posts on the groups just to get uh, the feeling from, from the community and from the audience. And let me tell you the background of why this episode. Something happened the other day. Um, it was absolutely my fault that it happened, but I'm going to explain why. It sounds very bad, but it's not bad at all. But it got me thinking. So I asked a poll, a question uh, for people to tell me on Cake Friends Take Creative, what would they like to be called? Uh, if it was cake artist, uh, how they like to be addressed to uh, cake artist, cake decorator, sugar artist, cookie artist. And I gave a few uh, ideas and I told them to write any other names or ideas they would like to in the comments but of course in the group polls are open for people to add more options and um, there was a couple of of members who add I like to be addressed to be called by my own name um, and I thought oh my god I, maybe I wrote the question wrong and that is exactly that is exactly what happened I wrote the question in a way that was too general. How do you like to be called? So it sounded more like something coming from identity. And you know, there is nowadays, this is a very delicate topic that you cannot, you know, you cannot uh, play with identity and how do you identify yourself and pronouns and all of that. Uh, I'm not going to say if I agree or not. I'm just saying it's a delicate topic. And um, the question was so broad. I was not specific to ask, how do you like to be addressed for your work as a cake, something, cake artist, cake decorator, whatever. And a lot of people went, uh, so one of the members added that as an option. A lot of people went on that as an option and they made it in the comments below. Like I have a name, I want to be called by my own name. I really hope that they didn't take it in the wrong um you know, in the wrong way. It was not meant to be that way, but it got me thinking about how easily comments can get out of control on social media. And that is something that a lot, when we talk about social media, most of the time when we talk about social media, we talk about strategy, we talk about your brand, we talk about your target audience, we talk about how many times you have to post, uh, what do you need to post, check on your insights and, and your statistics and um, you know, have a strategy, have a plan, have a goal, but no one actually help us or no one actually tell us, very few people tell us how to deal with consequences on social media, how to deal with comments, how to deal with haters. Haters are going to hate. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen. And how do we deal with that? And so today's episode, not that I'm saying that anybody did anything wrong in my group, please feel free to say whatever you feel like it. And as I said in the beginning, it was absolutely my fault because I was not clear in the question. And we're going to mention that before. I just did it in a hurry and I didn't think of 
what the question could lead to, the call to action could lead to, and that's what happened. But uh, it got me thinking, got me thinking, how do we deal with that? And I will tell you how I dealt with that at the end of the episode. So because I want you to stay here and listen to everything that I want to say. I want you to stay hooked to her the last part of the story. And the members who, who wrote that are actually very dear friends and dear members of the group. So there's nothing wrong with them, of course. It was, uh, like I said, it was absolutely my fault. It was not a clear call to action. So today's episode is dedicated to that. I really hope that you can take away a few tips on how to deal and how to avoid getting to the point of dealing with haters online or with difficult comments and that you can apply that to your social media accounts for your cake business. So stay tuned because I have a lot of information coming up. So my sweet friends, as I mentioned before, we cannot talk about social media without mentioning haters, trolls, twisted comments, spamming, self-promotion, off-topic and unrelated comment that comments that could actually start a war between your audience for something that has nothing to do with the original comment. I mean, the moderation on your platforms, but of course, there is also the supportive comments, the genuine questions, and the constructive criticism. All of that is part of the game. The thing is, you have to know that it's part of the game, and you have to play the game. That's it. The question is, how do I deal with that? As you know, I have several social media accounts in different platforms, and I have to tell you, I'm not a good person to deal with conflicts. No. And I'm not here to deal with problems on social media. I hate conflict. I mean, in the real world, outside of social media, I avoid conflict at all costs. I mean, even, I, I, I have to tell you about my background. I'm an only child. I, I mean, I have... A younger brother now from my father's second marriage, but we never grew up together. We're like 20 years apart, but uh, I was an only child all my life. So I didn't have any, anybody to fight with, but myself, that explains a lot. <laughs> but even today with my two uh, daughters, when they start, you know, nagging at each other and getting mad at each other and the conflicts are, I cannot deal with that. It's like I block, I, I'm not a person who deals well with conflict, probably something I need to get keep working on but I don't I like it I, I don't like it I avoid it at all cost and to the cost of maybe shutting down not giving my own opinion and just walking away but I don't like conflict on social media I think it's worst because in person you can walk away on social media is there so for a person like me who doesn't like dealing with uh, social media haters and troll can be very overwhelming um as I suppose to most of us, it's not just me, but it is overwhelming for me. It really, I mean, it really gets into my core when something happened. Thank goodness it has happened just a few times that you can count with one hand, um, but it took a big toll on me. It was uh, like physical, physically draining, you know, my nervous system could not take it. And I really had to think of a strategy, not only how to deal with that, but how to avoid it as well. I mean, once was on the phone by a client who was really noxious. I mean, it was really not nice. Um, I had a few comments online, uh, some through guests at parties of clients that had my cakes and the guests started making comments that were out of place because my client didn't think that way. But anyway, um, maybe a few comments in the group, not directly to me, but comments that I had to moderate and I hate to deal with that. I hate it. It's, it really gets to me. It affects me. It affects me to the point that uh, I could lo lose like my appetite or my thrive or not sleeping well. It really affects me. Uh, it used to at least. I'm, I'm, I have work on it. I keep working on it. And like I said, it's not only about working on myself to improve it, but also in knowing and having a strategy to 
reduce the risk of these comments as much as possible. So that, that's what it works for me. And like I always say, I share with you what works for me. Now, how do I do it? When I have several groups between 8,000 to 500 members, several social media accounts between 2,300 followers, two pages, several collaboration, live classes and events, YouTube channels, and much more, I am very exposed to people. I'm, I'm, I am very exposed to comments and I'm very exposed to haters as well. So how do you do it? If you're a person that really, you know, it really gets to your core when you don't know what to do or how to deal with that. But I'll find two very important solutions. One is moderation. And when I mean moderation is moderation of my social media and my groups and my own internal work, working on myself so this won't accept me. I cannot control what people think or say. I cannot control when they're going to say it, but I can control my groups and my platforms with a very, very clear set of rules, especially for the groups and a very, very clear narrative for my accounts. So in the next part of the episode, we're going to talk about rules that I use for my groups and collaborations and the narrative that I use on my social media so I can control those comments and focus on moderation and my internal work. So like I mentioned before, the two things that I found to deal with how exposed I am on the social media work and to deal with the comments. And I have to say it has worked. It's been three years of Cake Friends Stay Creative, which is the largest group that I have, 8,000 members. And so far I haven't blocked one single member. I just had to call the attention to a couple of ones, but it was just like, hey, you know, this is not nice. And that's it. And they changed the narrative. So it really has worked for me. Actually, I had a comment from other uh, artists from here, from Portugal, I don't know if she's listening, but from here, from Portugal saying, oh, it's amazing how the group works because it's really hard for me to keep that control. People tend to, you know, bully each other and send me comments and it's really hard and it has worked for me. And I, I'm going to tell you how, but you have to be very, um, you know, you have to be very strong in your position, very, uh, creatively so people won't think you're controlling them but you have to be very strong in your position so as I said moderation moderation is the key and when I mean moderation is not to uh, I'm you know I'm not gonna say what I think I, I do most of the time don't say what I think because I think of the big picture is this what I, I mean somebody posted something maybe it's not of my you know I don't find my opinion the same as this person I don't think that way I think Probably what this person's saying is the craziest thing I've ever heard, but I think, is my comment going to change anything? Am I allowed to change somebody's point of view? No, because nobody's going to change mine, so I'm not going to change yours. Am I going to engage in a problem and in a conflict with somebody just for the sake of being involved in a conflict that's going to take a big toll on myself and my health? No. Uh, is anybody going to learn anything or to take anything away from anything that I'm going to say against this person? No. So I just keep scrolling and I move on. Uh, actually, in my notes, I didn't write this one, but I'm going to tell you something that is hugely important. It's like massive key. Because people post something on their social media platform and it happens to be on your feed, it doesn't mean that it's either meant for you or that you have to have an opinion. Think about that. Because most of the people engage, I'm going to tell you this story, my mother-in-law, and people say that Facebook is for old people. Well, all people feel comfortable on Facebook, I guess, because it's the, 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 the platform that is going around for the longest and they can have all this interaction. They can meet with older friends. I don't know. It happens that a lot of the demographic who is in this platform are not so young. Okay, fine. My mother-in-law, she loves her Facebook, right? She posts even, I mean, she wakes up, she goes to the park, there's a pretty flower, she takes a picture, she posts it, and she writes a poem about the picture. She loves it, makes her happy, fine. I find it funny, but okay, that's my opinion. I put a like or whatever. But in the other hand, every time anybody who's either in her f list of friends or not, because some people have a public um, Facebook page that just, you know, appears in your feed 
So she feels that if she sees, if she sees that post in there, she has to answer. She has to say something. And she, I mean, she get into some very deep conversations, but she also get mad with people. And she also, you know, uh, compliment people that she has never met in her life because she thinks, oh, if it's there, it's for me to say something about it. And we always tell her, just avoid that. Just talk to the people who's your friend. Uh, you know, comment on the family pictures. But that's it. You don't have to engage with everyone. But anyway, I don't know if it's, she's going to change or not. Uh, I mean, she keeps us entertained anyway. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but this is something, when, it, when, when I said it to her, I said, well, that's a, a lot of people does that. Not only my mother-in-law. Not because the comment is there. You have to say something. So think about that. Are you... Anything that you're going to say about this comment or this person post, is there any positive that is going to come out of that? If it's not, just keep scrolling, move on. It's not worth it. Not because it's right there is for you to answer. That was not in my notes, but I decided to give you the story. So I'll going back. Moderation, like I said, is not about moderating the way I speak. It's moderating the way my groups and my social media are built. Having a structure, having a plan. And in social media, that is called to be a moderator, right? You, you moderate the tone of whatever is said in the group. And a lot of internal work, when I mean internal work, work that is my mindset towards what I just said. Just because it's in front of you on social media doesn't mean first that it's meant for you. It's not a direct critic to you, no. If you feel that it's a direct critic to you, if you feel that it's something that is said to you, Maybe check it out. Why? Why am I feel affected by this comment? Why? What is this reflecting of me and my character? And work on that. And second, just take a deep breath and move on. Think of the bigger, I mean, think of the bigger picture. Think of the end result. Is this going to bring anything positive? No. So if not, just keep moving. Okay. So this is how I do it. For, let's talk first about the groups and the collaborations. Those are the ones that move the most amount of people in the cake world. And as you know, this podcast is for cake artists. And if you're here, it's because you are familiar with these things, either uh, groups on Facebook or in any other platform. There are support groups for cake artists. In either way, you have groups for modeling, for cookies, for flowers, for competitions, for topics, for products. You have I mean, you have groups, you name it, uh, and collaborations because you pro have probably participated in a cake collaboration where you showcase your work. What happened? People get very sensitive in these groups because it's their work they're showcasing. It's a bit competitive. It can get very, uh, stressful sometimes, um, Again, people post their work because they feel like, oh, this is a safe space where I can post what I do. And other people come to consider that their work is not as good as it should be. So they may mean comments. It's a tricky place to be. But like I said, in three years, I never had an issue with any of my groups. Like never banned anyone, just a couple of, you know, knock, knock, shouldn't do that. And that's it. Uh, actually one of the time was Facebook's fault was not the member's fault. I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, but yeah, that was it. And it has been working peacefully and without any issues for three years. Hopefully it will continue like that because, and I'm going to tell you what, first set the tone and the rules from the get go. When the group started, the group started because of the pandemic. So it was a very welcoming, open uh, group that, um, you know, people felt like, oh, this is a safe heaven of everything that's happening. And that already set the tone is a safe heaven. This is a safe space for anyone. And the rules were very, very clear. Okay. From the get go. That doesn't mean that you can change the rule, uh, rules along the way. I have, because when it started, it was because of the pandemic, was to share and to, you know, being positive still so, but now it, it has changed into you can certain days of the week, specifically Fridays, and it's right there, 
you can showcase your, your work and promote your business. On Wednesday, we promote social media and we share our accounts, but it's very specific on the rules. So that everything was set from the get-go. And when people enter the group, and you can do that on Facebook, you have a questionnaire, you have a set of rules that people need to agree with, otherwise they won't be accepted in the group. And that comes to the second thing. You have to be strong and keep up what you said you will do. Okay, make the rules visible, make your mission statement visible, approve member under certain, you know, um, ideas that they have to fulfill in order to be part. But most of all, be consistent on how you do it, how you deal with the consequences. Let me explain why. If you set rules and I have a friend who wants to promote their business on a Wednesday, because she has a class on Saturday and she asked me, oh, but you know, the class is on Saturday. If I promote it Friday, it's too, uh, you know, it's too last minute. Can you just approve the post on a Wednesday? No, I'm sorry. I love you, but no, not because the posts are approved on Friday. If I do it with you, I will be able to do it with everybody else and I'll be going against my own rules. So that's not going to happen next time. Remember two weeks in advance. So on a Friday, you will still have two more weeks to promote it. That's it very lovely, very nicely to just keep strong and set precedence with your rules. Um, also about the rules, don't allow members to do or say anything you don't want. Have always in the rules, a rule that talks about uh, spams, that talks about bullying, that talks about the tone of the conversation. Make people agree with the rules because what happened when they do not... Um, comply by that rule you just go back and say you said you would when you enter the group and you're not doing it what's going on did you forget about the tone of our group did you forget what you agreed to if they go thank you i mean thank you it was nice having you bye-bye you don't have to throw them away you can just give them a warning and have consequences every time somebody what i do with my groups if you have rules if you're not complying with one of the rules i will send you a private message. This is happening. Is everything okay? Anything I can do for you? If the person insists on having, you know, harsh conversations, like, I'm sorry, this is not part of our rules. It's not part of uh, the tone of the group. Um, you can, you're welcome to stay, but you need to, you know, comply to our rules. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm, I'm inviting you to please go because we cannot have that in the group. And if the person goes, bye-bye. If the person talks, I'm not going to say what, bad about your group, just look the other way because you know you did everything possible to avoid that. This is what happened. People talk, people talks a lot of, you know, rubbish in the, in the online world. Uh, sometimes rubbish that is not true because they feel hurt from some, you know, for some reason because you uh, took them out of the group or because you said something to them. What happens is if you stay quiet and you let your actions show everybody else who you really are, everything will go back to on track. Believe me, it will. So let's go back to the rules and groups and collapse. So first, set the tone of the rules from the get-go. Don't allow members to do or say anything that you don't want and have consequences for the people who do not comply. Be assertive when applying them. Very assertive. Be consistent on how you deal with the consequences. Very important. Be you. If you are you, if the narrative that you're using is familiar to you, it will be easier to keep the conversation going. So again, if you're a person who likes conflict, probably your work is going to have conflict in it. But if you're a person who avoid conflicts, just like me, believe me, we are Hakuna Matata. Everything is good. Have a clear goal and purpose. This is essential. If you have a clear goal for your group, like Cake Friends Stay Creative is the mission is a safe group for cake artists, cookie artists, uh, cake decorators, bakers from around the world, regardless of gender, uh, religion, uh, identification, uh, geography, religion, anything, color, anything, regardless of anything. The only thing that unites us is cake. And regardless of their level of expertise, anyone is open to be here as long as you're nice to each other because this is a safe place. That's it. 
That's the mission. That's the, and the goal is to educate and to offer opportunities for everyone. Very simple. That's it. People know what they're there. So they're not going to go away from that. Make the rules visible and your mission statement visible in your group. Usually you have a pin post that you can have, or even when you mention somebody in the comment, you can mention the rules if necessary. And make members pre be approved before they get into the group. Maybe by asking a few questions and asking them to comply to the rules. Now in the first, in the next part, sorry, we will talk about the narrative that we can use in social media in order to have that kind of control as well. As your K coach, I am here to help you. If you want to go a little bit further in your journey to organize your time, set clear goals, maybe teach, work on your mindset or set a roadmap for results, especially for results and success, I am here for you. Why don't you book a free discovery call with me? I will be leaving the links here in this episode so we can chat, we can talk about what you really need and we can see if we're a good fit for each other. Remember, I have just two, well, one mission in this cake world. First is to unite the cake community as one and to make you, my cake artist, my sweet friend, understand the importance of investing in you. Like I said, I will be leaving the links here in the description of this episode so you can book a 30 minutes free discovery call with me. And just remember, in case nobody said this to you today, I do appreciate you and I want you to stay safe and stay creative. Okay, guys, so as we mentioned before, we talked about rules of groups and collaborations. Now, what happens with social media? Social media accounts. Um, let's talk about the narrative that we set, sorry, that we set on our social media accounts. Oh, my tongue got twisted there again. Uh, I guess just, I get so excited that I start just speaking very fast, faster than I can think. Uh, so yeah, my tongue got twisted, but going back social media and the rent, their narrative, uh, what happens in the social media accounts is that especially with our business, remember, we're talking about cake business and their social media accounts is that we confuse personal accounts with business accounts. So we start giving many own opinions. We start sharing things or oversharing things that we do not need to share. We do not have a strategy. When you do not have a strategy, you're just posting for the sake of posting. So, you know, you end up posting personal stuff, maybe political stuff. I'm not saying that you can do it. You can absolutely do whatever you want with your social media accounts. Just know that there will be comments. There will be consequences. So if you separate waters, if you separate, you know, your business, your social media business for a certain purpose, unless part of your purpose is becoming political, fine by me, uh, and your personal account as a personal account where you say whatever you want, whenever you want, and you just deal with the consequences, it will make your life easier. Because when people get, um, I mean, like I said, I want to tell you what to do. I don't want to tell you, no, you cannot post political things in your social media accounts for business. It's your social media account. You can do whatever you want. What I mean is, if you're trying, if your goal is to try to avoid, you know, comments and oversharing and people saying things that you don't want people to say, don't open that door. Don't give them the chance to do it. And if you are going to do it, I mean, put on your, you know, your hard skin and your armor because, you know, trolls are going to show up and comments are going to pour in. You know, it's going to happen. But you know it, at least you know it. So I'm just giving you a heads up, that's it. What do I do with my social media? I, I, like I said, I don't deal well with conflict. So I avoid at, at all costs to mention anything religious, politically, I mean, political, sporty, any topic that will give me two sides, that would give me, you know, different opinions. I just like, no. No, um, even in the narrative of how I describe the product, it's very, you know, I think and I overthink everything that I'm going to say, because like I mentioned at the beginning, when I didn't think what I was going to say, the questions sound wrong and people thought I was talking about their identity. Now I was talking about what do you want to call as a cake artist because, and I'm going to tell you why I was doing this poll because I'm trying to create a very 
specific narrative for this podcast page, because I'm building a web page for the podcast, where I want to address the people with the name that they resonate with. And I'm not sure if it's cake artists, cake decorators, cake uh, uh, enthusiasts, bakers. So that was my question. That was it. That was it. It was nothing else. It has nothing to do with identity. But again, my question was not well thought. And that's what happened. So first, social media has an algorithm. Use that algorithm in your favor to curate your social media for what you want to see and what your community is looking for. Let me give you an example. I have a social media account just for cakes. And I have this other one, the new uh, Instagram account for the Art Cake Coach. On the Art Cake Coach, I do not post cakes. I post coaching stuff. Um, you know, uh, social media, you know, the tips about social media, the episodes that are coming up, uh, motivational quotes, um, tips about social media, time management, goal setting, everything that we talk about in the podcast. I do not post cakes. So what do I see in my social media? Other coaching businesses, uh, a few psychologists, a few uh, self-help uh, authors, um, motivational quotes, because that's what I post. That's what I see. That's what I look for. If I keep looking for that on the, on my social media account, that's what shows up. So I keep the narrative between the same people and the same accounts. So I don't go out of, you know, looking for political stuff on that account for, to say something with the cakes I do exactly the same, but only with the cakes. So the algorithm is going to show me cakes and it's going to show my cakes to people who does cakes. Again, I, use this algorithm thing in order to control that narrative and know what I want to see and what my community will see. That way you can keep control of what you're going to say and the way you talk about your product or the way you talk on social media. You have to set a very clear tone and call to action every time you post. Again, when you post something and you just post it, let's say I post a chocolate cake. Look at my beautiful chocolate cake. And that's it. People, I mean, if they engage, they will probably say, you know, give you a few emojis and hearts. Uh, oh, it looks yummy. Very nice. Probably your mind's going to say, oh, that was my recipe of chocolate. I don't know. I mean, your family's going to say that it's nice, but maybe you're going to find somebody that says chocolate is, you know, is not good for your health. How can you show chocolate cakes uh, where kids can, you know, want it? Because people, I mean, you have no idea what people say online. And, or you do, you do have an idea. And you will have to deal with somebody who's like, oh my God, I, I'm just posting a picture of a chocolate cake and you're just hating chocolate. And I'm sorry, just keep scrolling, don't say anything. So when you post a picture, because this, this is two parts to this story. When you post a picture of a chocolate cake, have a narrative like, this is my recipe for chocolate cake, the favorite of many. I have a vegan option for people who do not, uh, you know, have eggs. And I have a non-vegan option, uh, a low sugar ratio for kids. And I use the best chocolate uh, because the chocolate has, you know, anti, I forget the word, um, antioxidants and it's really good for your health if you take it in uh, you know 70% cocoa and without much sugar I mean you curate that narrative so you will cover not only calling the attention of your client but covering all the comments that you don't want you know, people to show up with and give a strong call to action. Like, uh, what's your favorite chocolate cake? What do you think about chocolate cake? Do you like chocolate? Do you don't like chocolate? Well, it's when people feel that they're asked a question, they're like, oh, they're asking me, so that may be nice. It's a psychology thing. If you don't ask them, they feel entitled to say whatever they think. So set a clear call to action and tone for what you think your audience want and think about, you know, those little comments that people don't, I, you know, they might appear and try to control the narrative. I know it's a lot of work, but think about that. Moderate comment, but do not engage on discussion. And well, this is coming from a person who doesn't like to discuss, <laughs> who doesn't like to engage in a discussion and who hates conflict. And, uh, I'm going to give you these advices because, like I said, I'm a person who doesn't like to get engaged into problems and into arguments. But again, 
moderate the way you respond in a way that think about the long-term repercussions. If you engage on a war with somebody in your comments, again, it's your social media, you do whatever you want. And I know there are some comments that deserve a comeback, I know. But uh, if you engage in that, what is that going to do to your image and to your business in the long run? Think about that. There is a few ideas that I have about how to deal with these comments and there will be here with you. We'll share them here with you after you hear some words from one of our sponsors. I'll be right back. And today's episode is brought to you by Zeracino. Not only because I use their products, especially their sugar paste uh, modeling products uh, called Pasta Model that I use for all my collaboration and competition pieces, but also with their free monthly magazine, We Love Pastry, a magazine filled with absolutely incredible, easy to follow and unique tutorials created by very talented artists from around the the world. We have interested interviews and blogs, and there are always ways to win products from the Saracino family. You can download it for free every month, and I will be leaving the links to their webpage so you can enjoy this great magazine every month. Thank you, Saracino, and thank you, We Love Pastry Monthly Magazine, for being part of the Art K Coach podcast. Okay, so here are a few tips on how to deal with challenging comments on your social media accounts. First of all, stay calm. Stay calm. It's important to stay calm and composed when reading and responding on social media. Avoid getting defensive and letting emotions dictate your answers. It's like, take a deep breath, think about everything that you're going to say, think even if it's necessary that you say something or not or just ignore it okay but stay calm do not go like <gasps> ah, and then just start answer from you know from all the hate that comes from within you don't um don't it's not gonna get you anywhere i mean i again it's your social media accounts i'm not telling you what to do but think about the long run think about what that will do to you personally and to your brand Asses the comment. Think about it. Like take a moment to understand the intention of this person's comments. Again, I'm going to give you the example of the one that I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Uh, this um, member who wrote this option as I want to be called by my name. Uh, it's a member that she doesn't participate much, but when she participates, she can be a bit sassy with her comments. It's okay. I love it. I love to have a few sassy comments. It's different and have mean comments. Sass is different. And I thought like at the beginning, I was like, first I felt like a punch in my stomach because I was like, oh, this is my fault. I, I asked the wrong question. And then that punch in the stomach turned to, wait a minute, what can she think that I didn't mean this, you know? Because that's where your mind goes. I'm being absolutely honest. Like, why can't she think that I didn't mean that? That I'm not being, you know, mean and trying to, you know, mess with their way they identify themselves. But then I thought, wait, Christina, take a deep breath and think. Let's think. Let's set the comments. Let's think about where this is coming from. Okay, this is coming from because people felt that your question was not directed to what you thought it was going to be directed. So take a moment, let's ask everything and try to find the positive answer from this. It is legitimate concern or constructive feedback. Think about that. Or it's just trolling and negativity. I mean, think about the options. Is this person talking from a defensive point of view or is talking from an educational and constructive criticism point of view? Think about it before you answer. The next one, and I love this tip, is choose your battles. I, I mean, I say, I don't know how many times I say this in my life, even with my kids, choose your battles. Do not put energy on things that are not worth it. Is it worth it? Answer back. Is it worth your stress? Is it worth your time? No. So just let it go. When responding, if you decide to respond, do it politely and, 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 I mean, and 
oh, I, this word is difficult for me. Constructively, I'm going to say consecutively, but no, constructively. Re respond in a way that, how would you feel? How would you want people to talk back at you? Would you like people just to point a finger and say, because you did that? Or would you like people to say, look, this is not my intention. What happened was this. Uh, please just get into my shoes for a second. And I'm really sorry this happened. It was not what I meant. But uh, let's try to find a middle ground. How can I help? That's it. Okay. So be polite. Just think of the long run. Always avoid personal attacks. <laughs> There's a story. This has nothing to do with cakes, but it's a very funny story. I was in Venezuela. I was very young. I was going to college. I was taking the bus to go to college, and um, there was there was a strike in the bus system, so buses were taking a long time to get in. And uh, my that morning, the shirt that I was wearing, I I you know I just grabbed part of my shirt with the corner of a table, and I had a hole in the shirt. But I was, you know, I was in a hurry. I had to go to school, to, to, to class. So I just let it be. So there was a lot of people in line in the bus. There was this old lady who was really pissed off. The old lady was trying to get in. I was in front of her. She started nagging at me because she was older than me. Now I, she should get into the bus before me. And I turn around and say, I'm sorry. I'm just in line as long as you have been. And I, I need to get to class. And she looked at me and says, how could you say that to me? You don't even know how to dress. Your blouse has a hole. I was like. What does the whole has to do with the strike and me getting on the bus? So what's wrong with this lady? So avoid personal attacks means if somebody's saying that they don't like the cake they made, they're not saying that you are ugly. Okay. So don't go personal. Don't go like, oh, because you know, you cannot say that to me because you're a loser. It's like, what? It's like, don't go personal. There's no, there's no need to go personal on those. Just again. Choose your battles and think of the long run. Take the conversation privately. It's like, do not post answers and answers without end on the thread on social media. Because other people, and tell me if this has not happened to you, other people will see it and start commenting. And this will become a two-side war of many of your people in your community. Don't do it. Take it privately. What I did with my groups, uh, before, like I mentioned, a few issues that I had. Actually, one of the issues was very funny. I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, there was, I, I opened the, the work, the group one day, Cake Friends Stay Creative, and I saw a um, notification by Facebook that one of my members was being banned from the group, not by me, but was being, you know, banned from the group for obscene content. I was like, what? And I knew the person. I was like, what? What did she do? So I went and I tried to reach her out, but Facebook had, you know, blocked her everywhere. I found a way to send her a private message. Said, "What's going on? What's happening? You're like out of the groups, out of everyone. What's happening?" And she's like, "Oh my God, I feel so bad. I posted on Halloween a cupcake, you know, uh, like <laughs> it was a bit gore because it was a cupcake with a like cut finger on top." And it was so realistic. She is known for doing very realistic cakes. So she did this cupcake with a very realistic cut bleeding finger on top. And Facebook thought she was posting obscene content. And she was banned from the group. And I was like, no, you're not banned from my group. But she was like almost crying. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I took it privately. I went to her. It's like, what's going on? I didn't immediately post on all my groups. It's like, forget about this woman. She's obscene. No, I went privately, talked to her. What's happening? And turned out it was Facebook fault. It was around Halloween. People does this, uh, you know, cakes that can be very realistic with blood. It wasn't blood, it was sugar. But anyway, it looks very realistic. And Facebook thought she was being naughty, but she was not. So she was... Uh, we actually sent, uh, I mean, people who knew her sent uh, complaints to Facebook saying that this is, you know, it's just a cake, it's made out of sugar, it's realistic, but it's not meant for any harm or damage. So, and she got back to the group with no problem. But I took it privately before posting in any other place. Uh, and again, the last one that I always uh, talk about, that I've been talking about since the beginning monitor and moderate moderate everything you do uh, the narrative has to be 
the same the rules have to be set right from the get-go very clear the consequences have to be very clear and if you cannot do it by yourself seek help seek support there was a point where the group was so overwhelming that i reach out to my friends and i have a moderator group i have a group of friends that help me moderate people who comes in people who comments approve comments just as that I mean, it's a few minutes of their life, but it really helps me and it keep, keep, help us keep the same narrative. So if you cannot do it alone, ask for help. And if it's too overwhelming, ask also for help for you. Like, you know, I'm, I, I'm not knowing how to deal with that. Remember, I'm here to help. I'm your coach. I'm the RK coach. You just book a free uh call with me a free discovery call and we can talk about it if that's what one of your issues is remember that is not all that not all comments are worth your time and energy focus on the comments that are engaging they are genuinely genuine that seek information that are constructive feedback and engage in minimum meaningful conversation not on chit chat that is not necessary because believe me the toll that takes on you and on your brand and on your group is absolutely not worth it and i am so happy to introduce a new partner for the rk coach podcast a big 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 shout out to my sweet friend maria barna from mayatina if you don't know mayatina i'm going to tell you all about it Mayatina is a flexible flour paste that is made in Austria by my sweet friend, entrepreneur, businesswoman, Angel Maria Barna. What happens? This paste, it, this paste is absolutely flexible, okay? And it's now available for dry, mid-humid, and high-humidity environments. So you can choose how which product to use depending on where you live it's it can be stable it can be versatile and it's shatterproof because and this is the great news it remains flexible for months after it dries it's available in different sizes and different colors it's based on tapioca and rice flour and it's vegan halal and gmo free so what's not to like about this paste i have to be honest you know that i don't do flowers but i use mayatina paste for dresses for skirts ruffles on all of my sugar paste modeling bows because it's absolutely flexible it doesn't break and it totally looks like fabric so i recommend it a hundred percent and i urge you to go and check out this website with all the information about this very very unique product that is now in the market and it is a family business is all made by this sweet lady that has all of these beautiful products available for us so don't forget go check out mayatina's website check out all of the amazing products they have check out all of the amazing characteristics that you can choose from and just say hello to maria for me and tell her that I sent you because she's amazing. So thank you so much, Mayatina. Thank you so much, Maria, for being part of the family of the Art Cake Coach podcast. And with this, my friends, I say goodbye to you today, hoping that you find that it there is a way to controlling the trolls and the haters on social media and just be the bigger person, be the best version of you and deal with all the haters and all the trolls with love and compassion because at the end of the day if they're being like that on social media is because they're not happy in real life and they're not well in real life the the first question is how can i help them what is their problem that maybe i could do a different are they sad are they depressed are they not happy with their business are they not doing well? Uh, are they being bullied? And that's why they're bullying me. What's going on? So, and especially, uh, remember from school, I was bullied when I was school. And uh, there was a time that I felt so bad. And I thought, uh, I felt like a victim. And that changed 
everybody, I mean, the bullying stopped the day that I stopped feeling like a victim. And I said, you know what? I just don't care about these people. They're not going to get on my nerves because they're not important to me. I have other things to focus on. You know, it's like, there's, so you just listen to noise. It's like noise passing by and you're just like well yeah whatever I'm just have something else to focus on so that loses interest and when you lose interest in them they lose interest in you so if you if for you your vibration I know I'm getting like woo woo witchy witchy but I do believe that the way we think determines and the positive mindset determines our vibration and we, we when we it's like a radio wave if you are vibrating in AM, you cannot be listened in FM. And if you are listening FM, people in I mean AM stations cannot listen to you. So I'm vibrating in FM. So I don't pay the the comments, the bad comments, the bullying that just doesn't pass me. It's like it's not happening. It's blocked. I'm not vibrating with them. So think about that. How can I help them? why are they acting the way they're acting don't engage think of the big picture again so i say goodbye my friends hoping that you take away a lot from today's episode with a big hug from i, I mean i have so much love with my you my dog is barking right now so i really have to say goodbye but sending you lots and lots of love and as always my friends stay safe and stay creative see you next time My sweet, sweet friend, if you liked this episode, if you love this podcast, I will kindly, kindly ask you to leave me a started review, whatever you're listening to this episode that is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and I think a couple of other ones, but in any of those, just leave me a review, leave me a couple of stars or five stars if you like it, <laughs> so people will find this episode, the algorithm would put it out there, and more of our K community will benefit from it share it with your friends download the episode and share them uh, share them on your social media and tag me because i will answer you back of course i will and uh, send me comments send me your review tell me your feedback even if you don't agree with anything that i say i would love to hear your opinion you can find me in any of my social media accounts i will be leaving the links here on this episode description i'm on facebook as the art cake experience i am on instagram at christina underscore the art cake experience or you can even find me on youtube my youtube channel the art cake experience channel so thank you so much for listening and please 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 leave me your review and leave me your comments and your feedback i would love to hear what you have to say about any of this episode